Bullshit. It's the NoBS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. Some adages are passed on from generation to generation. For example, the customer is always right has been drilled into our minds. The original intent was to emphasize that customers are the lifeblood of all companies and they're why we're in business. However, the phrase can lead to an us versus them mindset when customers misuse it for personal advantage. In the course of growing a business here at Mass Solutions, we've had to fire some clients and run, run fast from a few prospects. In other cases, we kept customers that we shouldn't have and paid the price for it. Here are three steps to help you find and keep customers that are a fit. Number one, know that the customer is not always right. And this has become much more common in the last 10, 15 years where people are saying, no, the customer is not always right. Well, you should know, K-N-O-W, that the customer is not always right. Difficult customers with unrealistic expectations consume too many resources and, more importantly, sap precious positive energy from employees. Typically, your unreasonable customers aren't satisfied, your team grows frustrated, and margins decline because of the additional resources utilized. I understand why the phrase grew popular but the put by saying put the customer first. Make it about them. But no one, customer or not, is always right. So we need to remember that. Number two, define what a good, bad, and okay customer is to you. That's why it's important for you and your leadership team to clearly define what your ideal customer looks like. What are their wants and needs? What will satisfy them? Qualify prospects based on the good, okay, and bad profiles or personas or whatever you want to call them. Segment your customers so that you're targeting ones that not only understand that you can help, but also believe that they need you. Because part of getting someone to buy isn't just explaining the rationale of your company and services, just explaining the benefits of your product. Many people will rationally understand what your product does and service, and they might even think that it could help them. But you have to get them to believe that they need that product or service to believe that it's going to be a change for them in a positive direction, to believe that they can do it without the risk of change. It's very different. Many times we have get, in, get into situations with mass solutions where we can tell we're talking to someone who gets these eight reasons that companies become BS marketers, but yet they don't pull the trigger. That's because we, mass solutions, have not been able to get them to emotionally understand and believe that they need to do this and they need to do it now and they can do it without having a huge risk. Both parts are required to turn fake maybes into real yeses that you want to work with and helps you define potentially bad customers you want to avoid. That's all part of your market segmentation process of truly defining your target markets through the real drill down so you can hit the bullseye. Number three, create your company's your fired list. Know in advance what the fireable offenses are. For us, clients have to treat our team with respect and be willing to have healthy, strategic discussions around their marketing and messaging. 
Otherwise, we're both just going through the motions and neither party is satisfied. Our customers also have to be fair and realistic about the value of our services. We're both in business to make a profit. Companies that see the relationship as win-lose or are looking for a pound of flesh, in other words, companies that are saying, wow, how many hours did that take? What did that cost per hour? That is a relationship that's win-lose, and those aren't for us. We talk to you about the value we're going to bring. We tell you how we're going to do the task, and then we do the tasks on time and on budget as much as we possibly can, and then we see if the value was there. And if you still at that point don't think the value is there, then you walk away. But when someone's looking for a pound of flesh, we're looking to have win-lose situations where they negotiate, oh, we got a little bit off of that. That's not for us, and we have to run from them so we can spend our time and energy on people that really want no bullshit marketing. So that's why the no BS phrase has become so much a part of our culture because we don't really want the BSers. We've got to stay away from them, and there are a lot of them out there. Figuring out who your ideal customers are and staying away from the bad ones is a challenging task for any business. So you need to be clear on expectations for both sides. Spell out what is required of your team and the customer, then cut loose those that ignore those expectations and target the ones that match your values and understand that they win by working with you and they need to work with you and they believe that working with you is not a significant risk and there's emotion tied to it and they want to make the decision. Whether you're a first-time listener or a loyal no BSer, I appreciate each and every one of you. Please take one minute and 22 seconds to review the show because it helps other listeners to give us a try and benefit from the insights and our guests and the anecdotes. Also, sign up for your weekly no BS marketing fix by going to massolutions.biz. That's B-I-Z. Thanks for listening to the no BS marketing show recorded in our studios in bold, beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And remember to ask yourself, what's the big idea? and build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.